Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. She starts by telling her family about how Ben left. She sent him home yeah. after hometowns. Yeah. And then he just really? showed up and was like, I'm in love with you. She was like, so this guy, he left. <laughs> You're really going to love him. He left. Um, I never wanted to see him again. And now he's back. The main thing that you should know about him is that I dumped him. Yeah. And... Here he is. <laughs> Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on the Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Guys, welcome uh, to what will be a recap of what I believe is the greatest love story of our time. <laughs> There's no recency bias in effect here. It's genuinely just the most romantic thing we've ever seen. Emma and I were sitting here like, do we feel this way at the end of every season? I feel like we do. But then we went back through some of the recent seasons and there are really depressing conclusions. <laughs> and we were like, I mean, no, this stands out. This Zach is and different. Tasha, they stand out. We need to give that to them. The greatest proposal I think maybe we've ever seen on this show. I mean, I'm just fully on board. We got two full ass love stories on this season of The Bachelorette. What more can one ask for in the year of our Lord 2020? It's like Nothing. the only good thing to happen this year. Yeah. With that in mind, uh, the year is coming to a close. This season has come to a close. So we're going to have uh, a little holiday break, Emma and I, and we'll be back for Matt James's season. In the meantime, guys, remember to stay safe over the holidays. Watch some TV, get some rest, phone bank in Georgia, whatever you need to do. And uh, before that happens, we are going to dig into this finale episode. And we're joined today by our friend of the pod, actor, all-around wonderful human, and star of the upcoming NBC comedy, Mr. Mayor, Vela Lavelle. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Vela, you got up early on the West Coast for this. I am so grateful for your dedication. I'm so grateful to see your face because it has been too long. I'm so happy to be here with you guys in my Can I Steal You for a Second 
um, pajam- bachelor pajama <laughs> merch. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Not awake, but happy to be here. <laughs> Look, we really we appreciate ask. you dressing for the occasion in a way that neither Emma nor I managed to do. But we <laughs> are all wearing pajamas. Um, <laughs> yeah. For so the that's record. the important thing. Yeah, for the record, everyone's in pajamas right now. <laughs> <laughs> So let's dive in. We are left with a cliffhanger at the end of the finale part one episode on Monday night. Tuesday night, we're back, same place. Tasha's with her producer in a back room, agonizing while Ben is waiting for her response. Right. Ben to is his there. Have we forgotten? Ben is there. Ben is there. The ben of is episode. there. Oh my God. I mean, I don't want to make you guys repeat stuff, but like, so how did you feel about Ben showing up again? I think we were okay with it. You were okay we with got it. it. Okay. We got it. Yeah. It Claire, was... Claire's <laughs> taking her time. <laughs> I mean, this season has been a little messy with the returns. Um, yes. A lot oh, of coming yeah. back. And, uh, you know, in general, it's not our favorite move. But I do think that Tasha herself... Felt like there was unfinished business. Um, Ben left like feeling like there were things unsaid. And because they both really wanted to have more closure on that relationship, it seemed to me just sort of like the equivalent of like texting someone a week after the breakup and being like, can we just like get coffee? Can we get coffee? Yeah. Is it this, you know? And I honestly feel like this return helped put a pin in it for both of them and probably ultimately is going to benefit, you know, Tasha and Zach's relationship. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. Totally. It was like, it, it was like it needed to happen. Yeah. Like this, this, this part of their, of their journey needed to happen for the rest of it. It to was continue. just faded. Okay. It was fate. <laughs> oh my God. Ben. I'm personally a big believer in not having regrets or feeling like, I never really knew what would happen in that relationship. Yeah. Like it's nice to be like, I really drove that relationship all the way into the ground. Into the ground. Say, I, I fully beat it until it was dead ten times oh, over. Embarrassed there is no myself. Life and there. I'm, yeah, I'm certain now it would never work. Nothing grows there. It's dead. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was like, I mean, I was proud of him for showing up, especially because. I mean, whenever I've seen Ben, I've just been like, he needs a therapist so badly. And so I was like, I think Ben's future therapist would be really proud of him, you know, because he had all of this stuff he didn't say. And then he like came back. So I was like, good for you, Ben. And your therapist. I think he he is in therapy. And I truly believe that um, he and his therapist probably have had a lot to dig into over the last few months. And I think that's excellent. Like you, everyone who listens to this show knows that Claire and I are like extreme fans and proponents of therapy. So Huge obviously, fan. as always, never a dig to suggest that you know oh. someone dig in in therapy. No, no, Just, it's like only a good thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> only exactly. a good thing. And I, I felt like that was a really good move on his part to be like I was super cl- shut down and closed off and like told the camera I was in love with someone, but didn't tell the person I was in love with. I told Chris Harrison. I told Chris <laughs> In my opinion, like the last person who needs to know. Like, yeah, it's like Chris Harrison no, no, no. far away from this. 
Just a little to the left, Ben, a little to right. the left. And he expresses all of this to Tasha. He's like, yes, you know, I told does. Chris Harrison I was in love with you. And she's like, well, <laughs> what? <laughs> you told everyone but me. So what's up with that? And I thought like Ben was really reflective and kind of was like, I'm telling you now, hopefully better late than never. And like, it is in your court to decide what you want to do. Um, and she ultimately is like, you can come to the rose ceremony. Tasha is is so interesting in these scenarios because her first response is always such annoyance, like visible annoyance. <laughs> and then like five minutes later, she's like, oh, you crazy kid. I've missed you so much. Like, get over here. Like, <laughs> she's just too, she's so welcoming and open to people that like, it, that comes out of her so quickly, even in the, the make most... out, the they... make out, the make out. <laughs> I feel like she had with Ben, Ivan and Zach. I feel like you had all these different like I feel like Ben is the guy that you're just like, I want to jump on top of you right now. And then I feel like Ivan's the guy you're like, I should be with. And mm-hmm. then Zach is the guy that it just feels really good with. And that's probably the guy you should be with. But like Ivan on paper, I'm like. It's Ivan. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like she actually, like, I actually feel like it was easier for her to let Ben back in and make the decision between Ben and Zach than have someone that's like, should I be with this person or should I? Do you know what I mean? I I actually feel like it was an easier decision for her to choose between Ben and Zach. Zach. I also said, um, I think I said this on the podcast yesterday, but I think Tasha had probably like wrapped her mind around the fact that it wasn't going to be Ivan. Like she had sort of made her peace with that. And that's like a hard bell to unring. Once you like decide someone isn't it, um, it's hard to unsee that versus someone that you're like, well, I didn't quite put a pin in that. I still have this like vague question mark. So yeah, it's probably still Zach, but it makes sense to keep Ben around. Um and Ben seems like very positive going into this. <laughs> I think that like instead of cho- having two people that she was really choosing between at the end, she was like, I can have like the guy that I'm going to end up with and a guy that I just wanted to like have a little more time with than we ended up having. And, she wanted like, like one last make out. One last make out. Which as, I get. <laughs> and this is like the crazy like. As he's leaving, he's trying to be very, like, respectful and, like, your space. Is it okay if we hug? She's like, okay, they hug. And then he moves to leave. And she just, like, launches herself at him, makes out with him for, like, a while. And then both Ben and Tasha are like, what? What? (laughs) I fully supported that move. I I did, too. Tasha was like, what? Why did I do that? Why did I kiss him? I just kissed him. I'm like, probably because you think he's hot and like yeah. you're you're flattered that he came back and that's like really exciting and cool. And like you didn't get a fantasy suite with him. Like I respect, you know, you're the bachelorette. Get those makeouts in. Yeah, she it was like it was like Tasha's like soul was like, one last makeout. <laughs> like she was yeah. just, she's like, this is it. And just like fully koala'd onto onto Ben. No, I is, I really like, respected it's like, that. It's like the the breakup like hookup where maybe one of you is like we're having sex again. That means that they realize that they were wrong and we're getting back together. And the other person is like, yeah, I just really want to bang one more time. 
Yes. Exactly. Wow, that's so it. Oh my god. That's exact. It's like this is not. This is two different things for two different people, but like it's resulting in right. And like I guess same. both totally, you know, understandable reaction, but yeah. And so heading into the rose ceremony, yeah, Ben is feeling really good, understandably, like from maybe 17 steps back, you can see all of these dynamics. But for Ben, he's like, I left, uh, I came back, I told her how I felt. She was like, I was starting to feel the same way. And I I actually don't want to send you right away again. He's got to be feeling like maybe Tasha was going to pick me. And she's willing to overlook the reason that she sent me home. She's willing to overlook everything I did wrong, her feelings for me must be really strong. Like, I'm a front runner now. <laughs> yeah, he really went from zero to 100 <laughs> real fast. <laughs> he was like, yeah. this is, it's me. It's definitely me. It was like, you were like outside La Quinta like five minutes ago. <laughs> and so Ivan and Zach get to the rose ceremony first, and I'm sure they're expecting Brendan to be there. But instead, in walks Ben. They must be like, what the hell is this season? What's going on? I thought both of their eyes were like going to fully leave their faces and just like exit their bodies. Like they were bugging out. They were both just like, Ben, Ben, we like you. <laughs> but <laughs> I actually think production has had to work so hard to like keep up the twists because this group of guys is so good at keeping an even keel. Like yeah. imagine <laughs> what they're thinking. They're like, Ben is back. You can imagine previous seasons where the finalists would throw lose a huge it. fit, would lose it, would stage a confrontation, would be like, Tasha, we have to talk, would be like, I'm questioning everything now. And instead, these guys are like, oh, Ben, our old friend, we're really <laughs> surprised to see you here, but like, hope you've been well. Uh, Tasha clearly has her reasons, and let's see this evening out. Like, it's like I guess. I guess Brendan isn't here, but uh, I'll address that later. (laughs) Maybe that's the product of having a TV show during 2020. You're just like, sure, sure. (laughs) Ben's back. I don't know what else is new. This is the least "Ah." crazy thing that's happened. Yeah, this year. (laughs) Ben is back, of course, and Brendan's gone. Uh, Taisha enters and is like, uh, so yeah, obviously Brendan is here because like it just didn't work out. Whatever. Don't ask me any questions. Yeah, yeah. Now we have Ben. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing my best. Really glossed care about over all that. <laughs> I love how she's like, I have to just like try to figure this out because I care about all of you. I'm just trying to navigate it. And I was like, Taisha, you're giving out the roses literally now. So I hope you have it figured out. I know. Um, but she's not quite sure what she's going to do clearly because she picks up the first rose holds it for a while and then seems to decide that this isn't the way to do what she's about to do. So she puts down the rose and says, Ivan, can we talk really quickly? And poor Ivan is like, what? He's like, oh, oh. no, I'm about to get done. Oh, no. <laughs> like, you never want the person you're dating to say, like, can, can we talk? Never. But I do think that this was definitely the right move uh, like to pull Ivan aside and have an actual conversation with him and um and there is a world in which and I think all the guys have some understanding of this there's a world in which she's pulling him out to be like I need to know more about your feelings because totally you know I have guys here who have said they're in love with me and like I have really strong feelings for all of you and I am worried that you're not gonna get to where you need to be like can you give me more? Like, we've seen that happen Right, before. that's happened, yeah. Right. And then they just um, send them back, yeah. Yeah, but not in this right. case. In this case, Tasha sits down and is like, we have this amazing relationship full of trust. 
but um, religion is a big part of my morals and my beliefs. And Ivan at this point seems to understand what's happening. Um, we yeah, were not I mean, privy to the conversation. This that they was were great. I, I literally was writing down like, religion like it was just like came out of nowhere like I I really it was wish obviously a conversation that they had had um off camera in the fantasy right. suite which is like often when these meaty conversations get brought up um but I wish that they had at least recapped it a little or like had yeah. Tasha allude to the fact that she said we talked about religion. I remember that. into what yeah. that meant. It sort of just seemed like, oh, we reviewed our religious beliefs. Right. Yeah, there was like no sense at the time that she was referring to a conversation around which there had been conflict or disagreement. Exactly. Or concern of any kind. Um, and I, I did see that Kayla um, DM'd Ivan and was like, can you give me some clarity on this? And yeah. I guess... Uh, according to Ivan's little DM that I saw, saw floating around, it was just <gasps> that Ivan is not religious at all and Tasha is Got it. Um, a Christian and that's a really important core part of her identity. And it wasn't like a deal breaker for Ivan because he said he's kind of dated people who span the religious spectrum. But um, I guess for understandably for Tasha, she kind of wanted someone who maybe shared that faith a little bit more explicitly. I'm going to I'm going to call do you think that she used that as it an was, excuse? I was wondering that too. Because um, I I have this feeling that like I mean, I don't know, I just feel like Ivan is such a good awesome guy. Like I feel like they could have worked around it. I think there was maybe like she just wasn't feeling that like spark or that like excitement that she feels with Zach and she yeah. used that as like, I mean, it is a, like religion is a deal breaker for a lot of people. It's like, oh, if you don't, you know, it's it's like a very, it's kind of like, do you want to have kids or not? You know, it's it can be a thing that you can just be like, okay, we're done. But it also is a thing that a lot of people work through together. So I, yeah, think, I think that's I really interesting. I mean, um, it's personally like my husband and I are from different religious backgrounds mm-hmm. and neither of us was super religious so we didn't even really think that much of I mean I'm personally you know come from a Catholic background but I am not observant but like once you have kids it really does come, come up more like right. which cultural traditions are going to celebrate and especially if you are quite observant I can imagine Tasha being like I, I want to have five kids like do I want to have this big family and try to raise them in my faith when my husband is just like you do you girl you know like I do wonder if it was a meaningful factor but at the same time but don't you think her pick if he was her top pick would she have been a little bit more yeah that's exactly it like I think it's probably a mixture I think it was something that to her probably like sealed it and she was like okay there's enough things that I just don't feel aligned here and that's a really like simple one to articulate and it is a real concern um but also you know there's so many things that that we all feel aren't the best fit for us but then when we meet someone who it just sort of works with you're willing to work around those things to to an extent there are certainly things that are like clear deal breakers but um I think yeah like there's there hasn't necessarily been an indication that like Zach or Ben 
were are super super religious, religious. Christians. Um, it's it's unclear. Yeah, and and look, maybe maybe Zach is more aligned with her faith, but right. I do think that it probably was was like a combination of those. Because things. I also think if that's that important to you, it comes up earlier. Do you know what I mean? If it's like that, if it's gonna be that big of a deal breaker, like why would you leave it to the very last second to be like, oh, by the way, are you religious? You know what I mean? I feel like it was like. I think what you're saying is like that's my inkling is that it it was both that she wasn't fully feeling him and but then this happened and she was like oh and that's important to me you know and kind of was like that's an easy easy yeah yeah. I don't know that's my hunch knowing that I did kind of suspect that Ivan would be next me too yeah um, even though I love I mean for the record love him like I'm like what a man we would like to marry any of her marry, four. Yes, like, yes, definitely. So that's where we're. That's the baseline here. That's where we're at. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I I think Ivan accepts this with a lot of equanimity, considering. Like, yeah. Um, Are these men just incre- Just the most gracious at being broken up with ever? Really evolved or or having breakups. I mean, the Brendan breakup was incredibly mature on both sides. Yeah. and generous the Ivan breakup incredibly mature and generous Ben breakup too like incredibly mature and generous the yeah, second Ben he's... second Ben breakup <laughs> um the he's really just like you know I get it I wish I'd brought this up earlier because I know your faith is important to you um and I I hate that this couldn't work out and she's like yeah and he's like all right I'm ready to go and she walks him out um, and they both, you know, seem pretty emotional at saying goodbye, but also like it's quite resolved. Like not yeah. like the first time she sends Ben home, there is that real sense of like, did I something? Yeah, snagged. yeah. Did I mess up? I know it felt like, but th- I think that's that's why I'm just like I think I don't think it was ever going to be Ivan, just because yeah. of how they broke up. I was like, oh, she's just kind of made up her mind in a way that feels like very, it's very resolved like what you said yeah it's like she she did i think appreciated having one sort of tidy thing that she could say to him exactly to when you sit down for that conversation and you're like i don't know like because think of the um oh my gosh um peter and madison that was like full of conflict and like how do we figure this out and like you know i think that if you really want to make it work with those messy important things like religion or kids whatever you you get into it a little bit more as opposed to like Sorry, like we're just in different places, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Although I think that also yeah. there is a sort of lack of maturity in how the Peter and Madison true, true. thing is Yeah, I, I don't want to use you must That's true. I'm be with sorry. Me, even though Ivan. you want something different from a partner because I love you. Um right. but no, it's true. There wasn't much of a sense that they were really grappling with whether there was another way forward. Right. Um and so Tasha returns uh, to the two men and is like, feel great about you both. Here are the roses. Let's get into this final two stage. They're going to be my family. family. Um, first, she's going to be introducing Ben to her parents and her brothers. Um, and she starts by telling her family about how Ben left. She sent him home yeah. after hometown. Yeah. And then he just really? showed up and was like, I'm in love with you. She was like, so this guy, he left. <laughs> <laughs> You're really going to love him. He left 
Um, I never <laughs> wanted to see him again, and now he's back. The main thing that you should know about him is that I dumped him. Yeah. And... <laughs> Here he is. <laughs> ben really performed admirably well, given that this was like the baseline. Yeah, no, I think he really, I think he really saved a lot of um, the, yeah, the groundwork that Tasha laid out for him. Like he was really sweet. And like, I guess him and his and her dad really bonded over the West Point thing. Yeah, the, her family yeah. really loved that he went to West Point. I believe that her sister, who was not present, um, is in the military and went to a military school, I think. Yeah, I think she's in uh, naval pilot training. Yeah, that makes sense because that was clearly like a magic word. They were like, oh, yeah, Tasha literally was like, here's Ben. (laughs) Anyway, Ben, where did you go to college? (laughs) Tell them. And he's like West Point, and they're like, oh, oh they were like, oh, well, why didn't you start with that? Tate? That's the thing. I'm like, if she really wanted to pick Ben, she would have been like, Ben went to West Point and the play, but she was like, Ben left. Uh, and Tasha's father is kind of the the most forceful presence on the scene. Uh, I think the whole family, um, especially her parents, are feeling protective of Tasha. They saw her go through this divorce, but she has um it seems like a close bond with her father and she thinks of him as a very significant relationship in her life. He's someone that she relies on. And so he's really ready to like put the screws to these two men. Um he he's like as a father, you protect your children for the rest of your life and he would do whatever he could to avoid her getting hurt again. I was a little nervous that this would get more patriarchal than it I feel it ultimately though. did. No, yeah. I, I honestly was like such a fan of Tasha's dad. I thought he was like really sweet and like very tough, but like in a way that was like because he doesn't want his daughter to get hurt again, not right. because he was like, you better, you know, ask it wasn't me. Like- it wasn't like a I'm bringing a shotgun yeah, vibe, which we yeah. often get from men who are like as a fa- as the father of a daughter, blah blah blah. Right. This felt, um, yeah, this did and feel we saw softer this with the the final few uh, guys' parents as well. It's just like, yeah, you have kids and they've gone through some hard stuff, and now they're in a vulnerable position. Um, you want to do what you can to help them not get hurt again while still trusting in their decision-making abilities and leaving it in their hands. And, um, and so her father, uh, really, really, really interrogates these two guys, but also seems to be really open to learning, you know, good things about them and to, to evaluating their relationship with Tasha. So, um, while not being like overly, I didn't feel like he was overly like um, pick pick Zach pick bet. You know, it, it wasn't like he was like kind of in it to to um, pick a favorite or anything. I felt like he was very much just like looking at like who this person was that was going to be with his daughter and if they were going to be good for her. You know. Yeah, I thought I thought Tasha's dad was amazing. <laughs> I loved her whole family. I loved her mom yeah, too, and her mom was so sweet. And I was just like, this is. I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan of her brothers were adorable. Like the whole family is yeah. super cute. It was very into them. Uh Tasha talks to her dad actually first with Ben and he 
really tells her honestly, like, he seems like a good guy, driven, West Point, fantastic, but <laughs> West you've, Point. Already, <laughs> you've already had to put in a lot of work to pull things out of him and to keep this relationship on track. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the idea of you having to work that hard in a relationship where the other person should be meeting you on that field of labor, as it were. I was um, like screaming at home when he said that. I was like, yes, too much work. It's yeah, too much a, work, Tisha. I thought that was an insightful point. So insight. It was like right to the heart of it with Ben, which is like, it's great that he got himself here and that he said, I love you. Think of all that you had to do to get to that point, whereas Zach to that West Point, where as like <laughs> Zach is just like freely like giving it to her. She doesn't have to ask for it. And it's like, yes, that's. Yes, dad. <laughs> and he also asked Ben what he sees in Tasha, And I thought his response was interesting because basically he just says the way she makes me feel. And I think that there's nothing wrong with being drawn to the way someone makes you feel. It's very important that the person you're with makes you feel good. But you would want, I think, your life partner to be able to name qualities about you that they love that are not actually about you about you. yes yeah. oh my goodness that's absolutely a really good point <laughs> and like, I think that and we'll yeah. get into this more but I do think that that's something that I really um noted when watching the way that Zach interacts with Tasha, with her family with her during the proposal there is such a specificity to her in all of it and an acknowledgement of the things that she brings to the table as an individual and and yeah ultimately when you have a partnership you want to feel like that person has qualities that they are bringing into your life that exist outside of you yeah, um, and I that think are specific that, to that it's like right the, and yeah. that like mute that that feeling of mutual appreciation of things that maybe you don't have in yourself but that your partner brings to the table is like a really beautiful thing to watch complete you're so yeah. right it was all about he was like she makes me feel good I feel great I've never felt this way it's like what about her what about like, the person you're in love with like I get it too because that's the main thing that you probably feel like think about when you're with and I and like, it's yeah. I feel like my wedding vows I'm sure they were all just like he makes me feel amazing but like mm. if you were to really ask me what do you see in your husband I do think I could name some specific you, you could name come them, up with name them stuff. now what do you name like about now. Greg <laughs> yeah what's, he makes what's me the best thing happy. about Greg <laughs> he makes me feel happy Let's return to talking about me for a second um, <laughs> that's what this is really happy I feel good I feel great that's Greg. <laughs> and as long as that's the case, everything is good. Um, but his parents are her parents are are pretty impressed by Ben because he does work pretty hard, I think, to reassure them that he's 100 percent in. He's not going to run away again. He's not still figuring things out. He's ready to marry Tasha. Um, and uh, and, Ben's like a good and they're dude. like, all right. Ben is a sweetheart. Yeah. They all yeah. they all scooter together. And and <laughs> oh, ben, yeah, they scoot. Yeah, and Ben was like very <laughs> candid when he spoke to both of her parents. So like Ben did a good job. Ben is lovely. Ben is lovely. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I have a soft spot then for Ben. But we get to Zach. <laughs> then we get to like, Zach. But <laughs> Yeah, oh, but when she Zach. meets up with Zach, Tasha is in bridal white, 
Oh, yeah, shorts. she is. <laughs> she's ready. Bridal she's ready for an shorts. she's dressed for an elopement. Yeah. Um, Zach is in all black, like a New um, Yorker. Yeah. Oh yeah. So and true. Uh, they both seem keyed up, like pretty nervous. Um, and I think maybe on some level, if not a conscious one, Tasha's like, this is the one that really counts. Like, I need my parents to like Zach. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zach performs. Oh, my goodness. Impeccable. Yeah. This man. Yeah. I was in awe. One. I was in awe, truly, <laughs> of this entire. I'm like, man, he. And, and not in a way that was like, oh, that guy's just good with anyone's parents. But it's just like, oh, my gosh. Maybe the bar is just very low, but it was so nice to see a man just articulate really beautifully all of the things that he loves about a person and like the ways in which he is going to commit. And he has he brings such a certainty of self um, to the relationship and to that conversation. It was just like, oh, man. I've, but I've never seen like, anything like it. Don't on this you show. think it? I think it literally relates to exactly what you're just saying, Claire. That like he's so specific about Tasha, and like yeah. I think that's probably what any family wants to just hear is like, totally. oh, it's not just you. You're not like, oh, this could be any family and any person. It's like I specifically want to be with your daughter. I specifically want to be with this person, and here's why. And like the fact that he like. It felt like he knew things about the family that were like very right. specific. He starts and very, off yeah. by saying like the first time he ever saw Tasha really light up. And he sort of speaks to this like glowy quality, which she definitely has about her. And he says like the first time I saw that was when she talked about you guys. She talked about her family and how important it is to her. And I really connected with that. I was like yeah. strong start, Zach. Strong, strong start. start. Strong start. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he clearly has like taken in the way that Tasha feels about her family, the stories she's told about them. And so like he's both flattering them, like you're important <laughs> in the eyes of your mm-hmm. daughter and sister, and also he's showing that he pays really close attention to her. Like it's yeah. really just a good quality. Listening. Really well done. Listen, uh, he listens. He listens. His conversation with uh Tasha's dad Desmond is wow. I was Very I was incredible. floored. It was in, it was in, it was incredible. It was incredible. <laughs> ten he, full ten. Ten out of ten. He he brings up how he was married before in two thousand nine. It was a short marriage, and you know he made a lot of bad decisions. And uh, Desmond is like, well, you know, it's important to learn lessons from these things. The same thing could easily happen again. And I don't want you guys to just like wing it, you know, and and see how it goes because you could you could both end up, you know, hurt again. Mm-hmm. And Zach is like, that's a really good point, um, Desmond. You know, let me talk about you for a minute. Tasha's <laughs> always said that you're her rock, and you did so much for her. You put her through private school. You gave her opportunities. You really put yourself in over your head because you loved her so much, and you wanted to do that for her. And the expectations for me will be high because you set them high. I'm going to cry, honestly, even just hearing you read that again. It was was stunning. Again, he's so he's like specifically talking to him, to Desmond Sr. Like he's like, this is you. This is what you've done. And I'm like, I can imagine as a parent, that's like that's like what you want to actually hear is like, 
you've done a good job because of A, B, and C with this person, you know, not just like general, you know, idioms like you're her rock and blah, blah, blah. It's like you're her rock because of this, you know, because of what you did. He's like showing that he's investing in the family. He's not there to just like take their daughter like mm-hmm. off on some off like, on a scooter off on a scooter into his life with no thought about the life that she has built um before yeah. he entered it and i do think it shows how much of the time this show just chugs along on like the most banal cliches yeah, just glosses yes. over imagine. on like i want to ask your blessing and like just these like these sentences i guess that we've just like we substitute for like any real meaning but like it was i feel like anyone meeting their partner's family should watch this as like you know like homework just to be like this is good like this is how you do it you just like go in and you're like specifically like present and you listen and you like you know you speak directly to the people that are in the room you know yeah i i think that there is sometimes a sense that you just like put in the I love your daughter and I want to ask your permission to propose like coin in the slot and like yes. a blessing yeah. comes out and that's the format of the show and so I think yeah. more and more over the years you see the contestants being like I'm just gonna go in and be like our connection is real <laughs> if I got the chance to propose I would and then I hope you blah 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 and that's boring. It's so boring. And I love that we got a much better sense of how her parents feel about her getting engaged to these two guys without the the question of giving a blessing ever coming up yes. on screen. Oh my yeah, God. I was so was grateful. There. So grateful we got to skip that entire trope. And instead, yeah, it it was it was replaced by a conversation full of substance. And and you could actually understand where Tasha's parents' concerns were coming from. Um, and you could understand why Zach felt secure in his relationship with Tasha. He wasn't just saying, I feel very sure of our connection. He was explaining what that connection is. He was explaining why they fit together. He was explaining why she seems to bring out all of these good things in him because of who she is as a person who her the way that her family raised her uh it was just it was beautiful to watch and then they all eat pizza so fun (laughs) (laughs) and Tasha's like listen I could still propose to either of these guys and like no obviously she's gonna propose to Zach at the end of this but she has to go through her own process of admitting that in public We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we'll have more on Tasha's grand finale and a whole lot of weeping with Vela Lavelle. If you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't, <laughs> turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe 
And it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life. And I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash love to see it. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online only model, they have some pretty delightful prices too. 
Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, hi Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, (laughs) you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really like elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it. So comfortable, so chic. Also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. And now back to the show. When does she have the conversation with her dad? Is that is that next or is that in a that couple? is next? And this okay. is where we begin some interesting yeah. editing. Yes, right, um, because of the jean dress, right? The yeah. denim dress. Okay, I was like, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> so the funny thing, so we see Tasha in two key scenes in this episode wearing the same denim dress, and I, being like a super basic uh person was just like oh she must really like that 
dress. <laughs> that that she dress. <laughs> like, silly player. She's dressed by a stylist. They don't repeat outfits. <laughs> um, yeah, but clearly two key events happen on the same day, although they are depicted as happening several days apart. And those yeah. events are Tasha's father coming to talk to her again and Ben being sent home. Um, so what we see first is right after Zach's meeting her parents, um, Tasha's father knocks on her door um, for a little chat and says, you know, we've all been talking about, you know, what we saw with these two guys and we just want to share our, our concerns. They both seem great, um, but we're worried. We've seen you hurt before. He says, I can't let that happen this time, and we're going to do whatever we can to not have that happen again. Now, and, sorry, I have a question. Is he saying, like, I didn't, we didn't love them for you? Or was he saying, like, we're just generally concerned about you rushing into It felt like a, a general caution of okay. don't rush into an engagement if it truly doesn't feel, feel right. right. And we're worried right. for you that, like, maybe it's not right. 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 That seemed like what was being shown. I we don't know if he said something said that they chose to hold back. You know, yeah. like because it ended with her getting proposed to. Um, if they right. wanted to avoid tainting it, but from what we saw, it was very general. Like, hey, remember when I helped you through yeah, the soul shredding yeah. pain of your divorce? Let's be very careful to. Mm-hmm not jump into something that's going to end the same way. Yeah. And Tasha's like, yeah, honestly, I haven't been thinking about the divorce because it's so difficult. And she starts to feel really sad and to be back in these painful memories. She brings up a night when she was alone in her car at 3 a.m. Uh, just like dealing with the emotions of the breakup and her dad came out and sat with her in the middle of the night while she cried oh Um, my god that's and and that is a oh what an illustration of why she feels so close to her father and the way that this Mm -hmm. is a man who has really shown up for her it was oh man i mean and like yeah like the trauma of going through something that intense and then trying to do it again you know like jumping in again in this way and I think it makes perfect sense in a way it's one of those things where it's like you're probably half like dad why did you bring this up now and also like thank you for bringing that like thank you for like reminding me that like I did this before and it ended really really badly like I felt like she was kind of bugging after this conversation but she was also kind of grounded in a way of like kind of like remembering what she like Like, reality let's let's go into the rest of this clear headed and I think from her parents perspective it's also especially like okay this wasn't even like initially in your plans you kind of jumped into this role you've only been here for you know about a month right right just remember (laughs) to take a step back emotionally before you make any decisions which is yeah which is really fair and like probably good because I can see you get like swept up in La Quinta in and sweet and you're just <laughs> like this is this is crazy and then you're engaged and it's a pandemic you know and like I'm glad that her dad kind of came in with that you know kind of tough reminder of like you've done this and it didn't end well and like make sure you know like that's that's probably like why you know it was good to have it's good to have your family there 
Yeah. And th- th- they sort of set this up earlier by having Tasha say, you know, he asked me tough questions, but like it really it can bring me back to Earth in like a really good way. Right. And and you see her go through that sort of cycle from like she seems like a little annoyed when he starts talking and then <laughs> sad. And then by the time he leaves, she's like she seems already like thankful for the mm-hmm. conversation. Um, I just like to see the health of this processing was like made me feel really bad about myself, to be honest. Like, <laughs> how is she being so mature out of about all of this? I know. I know. Um, and it seems like, based on the way they set up her next date, that she has her date with Zach the following day or even later that day because she but did she? seems off. Well, we don't really know in what way they cut apart right. the, the day timeline. of the denim dress. Like, the we day don't of the if... denim dress. <laughs> we, we don't know if both things actually happened after her date with Zach or whether both before. things actually happened before her date with Zach. Like, based on how she acts on her date with Zach, my guess would be that she talks to her father, then breaks up with Ben and then has a date with Zach where she's like, just yeah. because Ben yeah. is gone doesn't mean that this is necessarily the right decision. That's so um, you my think, guess too. You think the date with Zach, she had already, she knows that she's already sent Ben home. I think that's, that's a good my possibility. Guess. Wow. Okay. Because the date then was like, do I want to get engaged to this person? Right. Do, it wasn't you know, like, Am I choosing? It was like, is this the right person? Oh, actually, that actually brings a lot more. It, it actually makes the date more fascinating to me. Yeah, I agree. And it, it would make sense to me also because she doesn't seem to be thinking about another option. You know, she's saying things like, you're the best man that I could dream of. You're yeah. the man that makes me feel special. You know, there, there's no sense that she, like, is holding back anything because he's not, because there's someone else that she's still supposed to be considering. Mm-hmm. And that could also just be because she feels sure, but given the denim dress situation, mm-hmm. that that's just my, <laughs> my wow. assumption. Denim dress detectives. <laughs> just listen. <laughs> right, her anxiety, sleeping. which... Zach does pick up on that she's having anxiety, yeah. but it's very possible that the anxiety was more about like, Him. am I ready to get engaged? Am I ready to jump yeah. into something like this again? You know, yeah. having that that process. But yeah. they're off to to go ballroom dancing <laughs> before anything else can happen. I loved how Tasha's anxiety manifested in being very intense about the dance step. <laughs> I was like, I relate to that so hardcore, just being like. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Let's start over. Yeah. No. Um, perfect. Nope. nope that we was a three. Off. We were no, off. We're off again. Again. <laughs> like. Oh my god. He's there. like when Tasha's and her normal self. She's very relaxed and fun during these activities, but still nails every move. And instead, she's <laughs> yeah. just like a little bit more focused. Um. He can yeah. tell. He's like there's a level of trepidation with her that is concerning. Mm-hmm. Um. He can tell she's she's not her usual carefree self. But they do get through the ballroom dancing lesson and they perform the dance to music <laughs> successfully. It's beautiful. And <laughs> they perform <laughs> their dance. Yeah. And Zach has been kind of intentionally reassuring her the whole time, being super affectionate, 
clearly trying to to warm her up a little bit. I thought it worked. Like he I felt like he really calmed her down and I was like, mm-hmm. that is like that's a good partner who like It's a good quality. Yeah, like you're freaking out and you're like, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> and your partner's like, Can it's okay. Like <laughs> it's all right, you know? And like doesn't like also freak out themselves, but is like able to be calm and be like, You're stressed out and you don't need to be, you know, or like you can be, but I'm here. Yeah. He's a very good partner for her in these moments and Tasha seems to feel the relaxation of spending time with him but she's suspicious of it she's like you know again he really nailed this date and I was (laughs) stressed I'm looking for problems because I don't know if this is the right decision for my life and he still made me feel great there's gotta be a problem I'm gonna find it tonight I love it she's very suspicious of how well he did the date it's a red flag yeah, yeah mm-hmm. she's like, look, there's definitely something that's wrong with you. And like, yeah, there's everyone is annoying and difficult in their own way. But I think what we're seeing here is maybe just like a pretty great match. Which yeah. I, like, if I were dating Zach, I'm, I don't think that it would go very well. <laughs> but like, you know, it could he can still be like a really great fit for Tasha. Like that doesn't mean that it's like. Some I weird also front think he's putting on. I think it's like really relatable to be. Sometimes you can be in a good thing and you can be looking for problems. I think that's totally. a thing, especially being like a, a woman who's you know dated a lot. You know, it's like Tasha has. It's like you're just like where where is it? Where's the other shoe? You <laughs> yeah, almost exactly. like th- you be- you come become so used to other shoes dropping that you're just like it's coming. The shoe's coming. <laughs> And you don't trust when it's like, well, it might not come. Like, this might be what you get, you know? Yeah, which is like, that's sort of Ben's role in Tasha and mm-hmm. his relationship. And right. And this, and Zach is just so steady that Tasha's like, I guess I'll be the, the one who's right. That's a really, yeah, that's a really um, good point. So that night, she goes to his suite, I guess, to have the chill night in final (laughs) date portion. And he's like girding himself. He's like, I'm going to give her so much validation and assurance. (laughs) I'm going to, going to like avalanche her. I'm going to cover her with it. I mean, this is a man who is skilled at words of affirmation. (laughs) And I was just like, man, that's cool. (laughs) Must be nice. Must be nice. No, oh my, my boyfriend God. is a wonderful person who I love dearly, but like any mention of like feelings or affection yeah. makes him like viscerally uncomfortable. And Zach is just like, I'm here. Well, I'm also, here to soothe you. I'm here to affirm you. And it's all very genuine. I mean, I was talking with a friend of mine who was watching as well. And we were like, it's crazy that like in a very fake situation, he somehow managed to be incredible incredibly authentic and incredibly real and himself and get those things across which like I'm like he's not just doing these things alone in a room he's doing them with a full tv crew that's a challenge like a lot of people for obvious reasons like I think I would have a really hard time with that and he somehow makes it work and is just as you said like extremely steady and Taisha is kind of like 
okay, I'm going to bring, I'm going to game this out and try to like figure out if there's a thing he, he will respond poorly to. Um, and, and she's like, look, I'm scared about things changing in the future. Things are easy now. And she says, you know, I'm really ambitious and independent right now, but what if when I have kids, I like want to stay at home more and I want to prioritize child rearing, like, and what if you think that I've like changed as a person if that happens? And Zach is like, look, that's that's kind of life. Like things do change in life. And what I do know is that I've never had as much fun or laughed as much as I have with you. And I'll do whatever I can to hold on to you. I like, just want to pause here briefly and be like, Tasha's an influencer. There is no <laughs> more career-friendly move for her to make than to have five beautiful children. <laughs> you can like, monetize that shit. Let me true. tell you. It's true. Is that her main job now? I think it is because she's asked earlier in the season what she does for work. And, she's and she goes, like, uh, yeah. I travel and a lot and wear clothes. And Yeah, she's like, travel and travel and post and travel. Right, right. Yeah, that's Which, right. like, good for her. She's she's making this this lifestyle work for her. But, like, yeah. let's not pretend. But I see what she's doing, even though this particular scenario yeah. feels ludicrous to <laughs> She's me trying to be that. like, what if this thing you believe to be core to me yeah. shifts? What if my desires yeah. shift? How are you going to respond to that? Which is a, you know, a fair thing to be nervous about. It's, it's a good question. Yeah. I also yeah. think that, like, look, there are no guarantees in relationships. There are no mm-hmm. guarantees in life. Like, you can't know what you can't know. Um, and so I in thought fact, that Zach's... probably, like, the one thing you can know is that you're going to change and your partner's right. going to change. Like Right. So, and yeah. you just have to, like, expressing that um, desire to make choices to adapt and to change along with her like that yeah. is what felt key to me because there's nothing specific he can say of like yes in this specific con- like situation when this happens I will do xyz um, it's more of like a general reassurance and I think he he really gets that across yeah and you know Tasha's not quite sold yet she's like you say the right things but you know it might be easier to walk away, you know, down the line than you think it is now. You know, we'll go through things. Life will be harder. You could just walk away. And Zach does oh something God. very interesting here. We've really never seen anything like this. What does he I say? I forgot. The show. What does he say? Oh, he I says, this. this is the nine-year anniversary of my sobriety. Oh. And it is the most important thing in my life because it allows me not to run away and to face things in life. And, you know, hearing you say that you think I could walk away from you breaks my heart because that matters to me, like being someone who can commit. And I know what that means. I know I would be committing to you for life. And, you know, I I don't love you because of what job you have or anything like that. I just love who you are. I want you to be happy. And I know that that's why I I know we're all crying. I thought it was very interesting. I think it's so interesting how sobriety has been like central to his story with Tasha and it the way that so he much talks sense. about love. Well, it does. And I, I do think that means he's incredibly evolved and incredibly yes. intelligent and aware because I do think I just 
just from, you know, I don't know, like I've, I've experienced um, some addicts in my life and I know it, it is the most important thing in your life. And that is a lot of people don't accept that, though. And they're like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. And it's like, no, that is the most important thing, whether you're sober or not. It has to be the most important thing in your life. And you have to you have to admit that and accept that. And I think a lot of people don't. So the fact that he like named that. You're right. I when I heard that I was like, "Oh, wow. He's like he knows that." You know, like he knows that, that that's important. And that in itself is a commitment. He is practicing right. a commitment and making an active choice to be committed to something every day. You know, sobriety is an active choice that people have to make every day again and again and again, and he has done a lot of work reflecting on himself and reflecting on the things that he holds most dear and the things he holds to be of the utmost importance and Mm -hmm. I just absolutely loved that he expressed it that way and also like how poetic that this just happened to fall on the nine-year anniversary I know I mean my god well well done I know the bachelor production (laughs) and and, you know just happenstance well done um but he's really like I know what commitment means. I know what loyalty means. And I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's just something so interesting to, so like, I think it about seeing them have these like conversations that feel specific to them as people and not just like, like I, I've, I, you know, I've like, I've been a fan of Zach, but this was the moment I was like, oh, I'm completely sold. Like, (laughs) I don't know this conversation. I was just like, yes, 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 yes. It's happening. Like, this Mm -hmm. is it. You know, this is good. This feels really like, feels really right. For and Tasha <laughs> says, you know, yeah, it feels right to me too. For me too. Uh, Tasha <laughs> toasts to, you know, a man that makes her feel safe, heard, special, that has been through hell and back only to be the best man that I could ever dream of. And then they go to like hang out on, on the bed. And I love this part. She's like, it feels like we're in a dream. And he's like, maybe dreams come true. And then they joke back and forth about like, you're using a Hallmark card line on me. And like it just oh, it was right. nice to see how they could very like quickly switch from these deep conversations, this sort of like, you know, this mm-hmm. earnestness to joking around and being goofy together. And it was just yes. a really, yes. really nice dynamic. I think this yeah. is when I uh, slacked Claire and was just like, I love their playful energy. I love it. <laughs> um, Tasha agrees Tasha is like I love Zach Clark she loves using his full name loves it she she seems to feel completely at ease again and now it's time for Ben's date slash maybe a couple days <laughs> before. before or maybe before Ben's date her dad comes and visits her somewhat unclear but she's back in the denim midi dress and ready to break up with Ben yeah, she says I've woke I woke up very nervous and I feel like I know what my heart wants and it's not Ben. It does feel like it's a new day, but we all know what we saw. We saw the dress. Our eyes don't lie, ABC. We know denim. We know <laughs> denim. I know that material. I, I am familiar. <laughs> familiar with that material and it's <laughs> denim. <laughs> um 
And yeah. it's also like, it's sort of, uh, I mean, if she'd been wearing a number of like light colored, you know, crop tops and shorts, I might not have noticed it, but it was a little bit out of her usual <laughs> palette. So it's like really stood yeah. out. Yeah. Um, enough about the dress. Poor Ben is like, <laughs> I think I'm probably going to get engaged soon. Can't believe <laughs> yeah. it. Things are going so well. And it's going so well. He's finally going to get that next one-on-one date with Tasha, But it's not to be because Tasha freshly post-cry with damp mm. eyes, knocks on his door. And she tells him that she feels like her heart is with somebody else. Who? Who could say? It's difficult to know. Maybe the one other guy who's still there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and she says, Someone I don't want else. you to ever second guess anything. Me giving you that rose was me truly wanting to give you another chance because I saw something, but we missed out on some time, which like was incredibly predictable that that would happen, especially because she didn't even go through the last chance date with him in lieu of the fantasy suite date. Like she obviously was not going to catch up with Ben, but she did seem to want that closure of spending a little more time with him. And now she knows that it's Zach. Ben didn't seem that sad, right? He doesn't put up much of a fight. He was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They did have that that lightly heartbreaking like point where she says, you know, I really want you to be happy too. Because he says, you know, I saw it going differently. But when you love somebody, you want them to be happy. And she says, I want you to be happy too. And then he kind of like whispers like, Someday. And that part was like <laughs> lightly heartbreaking. Oh, I mean, Lizzie, what I mostly saw from Ben in this moment was like, oh man, this is like another test. Like, <laughs> not even like that he thinks she's testing him, but like he just went through a breakup where he knew that he was failing to be broken up with correctly. And now he's got to do it again better this time. Just like a few days. He does. He does it better. Let me just say, but he doesn't, he still clearly does not respond naturally to the emotive expectations of a dumping. (laughs) I mean, we just have like, okay. Which remains okay. As we've said before, he can respond however he wants. It's just funny because we've had like this masterclass in like articulation and emotion from Zach. And then like sweet Ben is like, but I think this is why, you know, she made the right choice. Like Ben is so sweet, but he just feels a little less evolved than Zach. Like he just feels like he's figuring out how to like, share and be emotionally available and all of this stuff and Zach is like I got you there buddy like he's also um, like seven years younger than Zach yeah and like, like not that that correlates some some because some people not be always super mature, not always but, but, but like, a lot of times it helps you know I mean if you are a person who's like in therapy let me tell you that like seven more years of therapy makes a difference huge and difference like obviously yeah. you know Zach is someone who has gone through rehab, gone through years of treatment, recovery, um, mental health counseling of some kind, like that does make a difference. And, you know, this is something that Ben's likely only like started doing in the last few years. So, right, right, right. Exactly. And I hope that that Ben has has support. um, I think he does. He's a very sweet sister who I've seen posting all of her Instagram about him um, and I think Ben's going to be all right. Um, the next day, Tasha and Zach are both getting ready for proposal day. 
Zach sits down with Neil Lane. Who um, got way too much screen time. Mercifully, he speaks less this time. <laughs> Neil Lane, I was like, is he an executive producer on the show now? Because he is getting like scene after scene after scene. Also, poor Tasha, like already sat down with Neil Lane and picked out her favorite ring, which was like yeah. a very dainty infinity band. Yeah. And then the guy that she showed her favorite ring to left. And now she's getting proposed to by someone who doesn't know what her ring tastes are. I don't know. I, I think they need to do a, a better job with coordinating Neil could have been like, Neil could have also been like, she likes that one. <laughs> I think that was a wedding band, though, that Possibly. she was picking out. Yeah, it wasn't the engagement ring. It was a okay. wedding band. It was a really, really blingy wedding band. Um, but we are talking about Neil Lane here. Yeah, it's all blingy. <laughs> So Zach picks a huge emerald cut halo ring, puts on a blue suit. Tasha, we see applying like 17 layers of lip color and gloss. Like every time I come back to Tasha, she's dabbing something on her lips. She obviously like did not do her own makeup. She yeah, was no, like, she was like some lip glosses. Just do a few shots in front of the mirror. Put this on again. But finger, they both look wonderful. Curl your hair. Yeah. They both are gorgeous. She's in a silvery white mermaid gown. Mm -hmm. Zach is just sitting in his suit with his, with the ring in his two hands, staring at it like he's trying (laughs) to dissolve it with some sort of ray. And uh, they're both feeling a lot of things. The proposal will be out in the desert, Mm -hmm. surrounded by sort of tufts of artfully arranged tufts of desert grass they did a decent job i thought given the limited options they they, they did a good job also i just have to shout out that they were probably in joshua tree in like august and so hot probably was 120 degrees (laughs) like i just keep thinking kept thinking that their whole season i was like i mean tasha doesn't have pores so that helps yeah, I was like, where is the sweat? It the helps her not sweat, be- but I don't know if it helps her not pass out, which is what <laughs> I would do. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, the heat is real. Poor Zach is in a suit under these conditions, which even if it was just as hot as, <laughs> as you can tell it is from the screen, too hot for a full suit. Um, And she tells Chris Harrison that she loves Zach so much that she questions whether she's ever been in love before. Mm. My God. Um, And then she waits for him on a, a carpet. uh, (laughs) A desert carpet. Sorry. Just whenever I see a finale proposal scene, I'm always just like gripped by the way that they choose to stage dress the proposal setting. It's uh, (laughs) it's, it's art. And Zach heads toward her. Uh, to where Tasha's waiting for him, smiling, and they begin to share their words of love for each other. And in theory, like, I guess Zach may not know that Ben is gone, but he never yeah, really I... mentions a possibility of this not happening. So maybe he also knows. Uh, hard to say. Unclear. Yeah. He's st- yeah, I'm not sure. Because he still him. does launch into his, you know, speech first, which mm-hmm. is the traditional way they do it and then the lead gets to respond and tell you like whether you have been accepted for proposal <laughs> you, like you submit your application <laughs> and I will let you know if it's been approved <laughs> <laughs> 
so true. Um, He says, our first conversation we ever had by our fountain. We talked about how everything happens for a reason. When I first came here, I didn't know what that reason was, but now I do. Um, The reason was that I was supposed to meet you and fall in love. And he tells her that he loves her because she's a fighter, because she's a strong, independent woman who makes everyone around her better, because she believes in him, because she's a total dork. He loves everything about her, and he promises to always be loyal to her. And then Tasha responds, saying that the first night she arrived, she was excited to find love, but scared. She didn't know if it was possible. But when she met him, she thought, he's different. He's kind. He shows gratitude. He has the biggest smile. He's been through a lot and has never given up, but also has learned how to read me better than anyone really has and knows how to comfort me when I'm down. I got a little lost in that sentence. I don't know if she thought all of that the first time that they met. Um... And then she says, there was a moment in my life I thought I'd never get married because of all the pain and heartbreak I've been through. And I hit rock bottom. I know I told you I love you, but very long pause while she. I know I was like, everyone is like freaking out at this point. I mean, (laughs) audience wise. And Zach is like, what am I about to get dumped? I know. Is this going badly for me? But then she says, it's more than that. Oh, God. (laughs) She says, you know, it's this wild, wild love that I've tried to come up with so many reasons not to believe. And you have truly made me believe that there doesn't need to be flaws. And I deserve a love with a man that won't run away. I want to make more traditions and jump into fountains all over the world with you. I'm ready to jump in a taxi and start a life with you. I love you, Zach. And I'll do absolutely anything to keep that huge smile on your face. Because you do everything to keep a huge smile on mine. Oh, man. I mean, again, we hear specificity in both of these speeches. That's incredibly, incredibly beautiful. And of course, then we get the actual proposal. When they leave this fountain, by the way, they're going to have to find another thing because they're both obsessed with the fountain. Um, Really not hygienic. (laughs) Well, they've been trapped in one space for a long time. Let them get in the fountain. Yeah, we'll give them the fountain. Give them the fountain. (laughs) And Zach... Uh, says that the night of his hometown date when his parents saw the smile on his face, she gave them the best gift she ever could because they hadn't seen him that happy in a long time. That's when I knew. That's when they knew, he says. Um, If you let me, I'm going to choose you right now. I'm going to choose you tomorrow, next week, next year. I'm going to choose you forever. I know. I'm like kind of crying right now. <laughs> I, I was supposed to say, and they both start crying there, but instead, I but then started, you started like, we're all crying. <laughs> it's so sweet. And he says, you know, because I love you. And he kneels and takes out the ring, which was, uh, I don't know if you know, but it was not machine made. It was handmade. Oh, yeah, I, I, know. Uh, I don't yeah, just to clear that up. Uh, and he says, marry me and she says yes and they make out and they're like giddy and dancing and they're they they're so fun they're joking around they're like i think We're i was like genuinely like actually I, I was, like laughing and crying i was watching. laughing and crying it was like so many emotions and then of course the beautiful prop taxi from their hometown date <laughs> right. comes on along it now has a license plate that says just engaged and they are like <laughs> off in their plywood taxi 
Hopefully they'll make it to New York City at some point. And uh, maybe they're there now if they kept walking since yeah. um, since August. <laughs> yeah, since August. <laughs> um, oh my god! And this is the end. Like we really cut right from this into a trailer for. Matt oh, it was such season. a. It was. It I don't want to talk sh- about it. It was so. I mean, I, we need to talk about it, but it was. It really. I, wish, I was so I mean, mad. Didn't you wish they had le- at least done like a Zoom? like thing or something I was like I need to a see zoom, that they're still together or, or uh, okay need- a zoom a text update some sort of like we got with um Claire and Dale just like some f- happy couple footage of them that they took on their own iPhones like yes I needed that I yeah, needed like something. something I know it yeah was like real- I get that we were not gonna get a live after the final rose special frankly I don't like the live after the final rose special it takes too right, long they're hard there's a yeah. lot of filler give me like 10 minutes of on Zoom. A, a Q&A on Zoom. with Chris yeah. Harrison and a ha- some happy couple montage. And like Tasha and Zach are still happy and planning their lives together. That's enough for me. Yeah, I, yeah just, we like, needed some something. kind of reassurance. I but... was like, oh man, like this is maybe the greatest, most like genuine feeling love story we've ever seen on this show. And they just like did a disservice to it. And we're like, well... We must now immediately, within one millisecond, pivot yeah, to a like, bunch of like twenty-four-year-old women, like sex worker shaming each other. I was like, a, it was such a tonal. Um, it was jarring shift for me. It was very jarring because I was like weeping with joy and feeling like so many earnest feelings, and then I was like, oh, fu- what? Ugh, I hate this. I had that was, same experience. It was really crazy. Also, I think you're right, and like. I don't know that there's been an engagement on this show that's felt that good. Like even like Claire and Dale's, I was like, ah, I don't feel good about this. And that felt like, like a shotgun proposal. It was like even if did. they are really happy, and I think they are. Like, yeah, why did totally. I have to get it? Right, Chris Harrison like brokered that deal. So you know, I yeah, Ooh. that was weird. Like that was weird. The, the happy couple footage of them is what kind of sold me on Claire yeah, and Dale, that felt good. and then everything we've seen since, like. I mean, look, we got two beautiful love stories out of this season. It was really a gift. But I I think feel like we got a little shortchanged on getting to see Zach and Tasha super happy. I definitely did watch a little interview they did with people this morning. They were on GMA. Tasha posted like a really cute couple of little Instagram videos of them last night with her ring and joking around about how Zach is a sneakerhead and they're clearly hanging out with Tasha's family right now. So I'm glad to know they're still together. They're happy, okay. but like you had to do your we own deserved more. Thing, <laughs> yeah, we deserved more as Bachelor Nation. That's all I I'm agree. Saying. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's and the morning after stuff to me is never as sad. Like they go on GMA and they're like, "Oh my God, you guys! Like, how are you feeling? Who's the messy one?" Which is fine. Morning <laughs> TV, it is what it is. But like, I wanted that real sit down with Chris Harrison you know hashing it out hashing what, yeah it out. I, I wanted Ben to be like I'm inspired by your love story <laughs> yeah. same we you need know? a little closure yeah, I know we check in to... with Ivan check in with Ben get them I to know. be like we're proud of you we love to see it man like I wonder when they didn't even just do a zoom thing or do a kind of individual because I know. think they're so invested truly in getting eyes on the bachelor that is their crown jewel of the franchise and they're just like okay we did it we got it on to the next on to the thing that's like the center of our franchise on to the thing that has a bigger budget was filmed at a more 
you know, sweeping fancy resort, like let's pump up Matt, let's go. Um, and it, it, it didn't land well for me, but I am so happy for Zach and Tasha. And does anyone have any closing thoughts before we, you know, sign off, sign off here and, and let you go fella after holding you hostage at 8 a.m.? Well, now I'm awake. I'm like fully jazzed. <laughs> no, I just I think, you know, maybe and maybe this is wishful thinking, but I'm like, I feel like maybe the, the 2020 pandemic just like world crashing down maybe has maybe has birthed some some emotionally evolved men. I don't know. Maybe it was just like a total coincidence. But I was like, this feels good. Like this feels like these men are like open and ready and trying and. It was like it was it was inspiring. <laughs> and Zach posted a, a cute photo of him and Tasha making out during that pseudo wedding shoot that they did on on an early date. Um, and he just said, "My ride or die, I love you, Tasha." Oh, stop! If they don't work out, I don't believe in love anymore. <laughs> it's not <laughs> real. It's not real. It's not. It's not them. Where is it? Emma and I don't get too emotionally involved in the stories of this franchise. How could you ever accuse us of that? We're very distant <laughs> observers. We're very level-headed yeah. <laughs> observers. Yeah, it was it was a wonderful season in a lot of ways, and I, for one, would love it if they would try to reintroduce some of those elements in the future. Mm-hmm. cast older people cast people with more you know diverse life stories and experiences cast you know more experienced leads i i think that that watching people who have learned to express themselves emotionally and to be less reactive made for less drama at certain points in the season but it also made for more compelling uh relationships in a lot of ways and and I thought I liked it left us with characters who have stuck with me much more like I feel like I really know a good number of these men um I I feel like it was still incredibly compelling great television to watch and the tension just came from like who is going to be a good fit is there going to be a good fit at all and that was plenty of tension for me I didn't need to just like watch 25 year olds screaming at each other and it does sort of feel like some of that we're going to go sort of more back to basics with Matt's season um I'm hoping that it, at the very least there seems to be like a good diversity of cast and so I hope we'll get some you know interesting life stories in the mix there but man I maybe this is just like totally biased because I am in my 30s but it was so <laughs> awesome to watch people in their you know super late 20s and into their 30s um look for love I loved it and I want I want to see more of it yeah yeah we love it <laughs> we love we love to see it um we love to th- see Bella it. thank you so much for joining us today everyone remember to check out Mr. Mayor which when does that mm. air it premieres January 7th um on NBC so just like three days after The Bachelor premieres. Ooh, so much on. exciting new TV. I yeah. am very excited. You're, you are you are wearing an incredible pink power suit in the poster. Yes. So yes. that really, I was like, I'm on board. I knew you would appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
for you. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited. And yeah, there'll be a lot of good fun TV that week, the first week of 2021, which hopefully will mean that there's a little more hope coming our way in 2021. I hope you it know, has to be. It has to be better. It, it, look, be better. a lot of exciting things are just happening in January 2021. That's that's all just I'm a saying. Lot, just a lot of, a lot things. of <laughs> unspecific things going on that might make a change. Totally. <laughs> just, just totally. <laughs> just generally speaking. Yeah, just generally speaking. Uh, Vela, thank you so much. It's thank always a delight to have you. And and True I hope pleasure. you will come back during Matt's uh, interesting season. I'll be there <laughs> <laughs> in my pajamas. <laughs> so now it's time for Feminism Fails, which honestly, um, I assumed we wouldn't have any of because usually in the finale we don't and Tasha's men have just been such godsends. But then in the last like 30 seconds we got a trailer for Matt's season oh yeah and it was just packed with all of the catfighting stereotypes and slut shaming that really got us into this business in the first place um we wanted to call out a couple of the more jarring moments from the trailer um you know the women uh saying we're going to war everyone's going in for the kill you know, these catfighting tropes uh, where the women are, in, you know, metaphorically like tearing into each other with their claws in order to get it an eligible man. Um, not my favorite way to preview a season. We're going to give that a four. And then there was like a really concerning set of clips that focused on, you know, a scandal over one woman's supposed quote-unquote transactional relationship with a man. The terms like sugar baby um, and escort were thrown around. I'm going to give this one a five. Like this was some really gross slut shaming and specifically sex worker shaming happening. I just want to say like sex work is work, labor is labor. Um, And there's like a lot of stigma around sex work. And it was just like concerning and depressing to see this featured so prominently in the trailer and made me like honestly pretty nervous for how we're gonna see this season play out and on that note that's it for here to make friends for this season thanks to our guest fella lavelle and our producers nick offenberg sarah patterson and becca de gregorio Give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emily D. Rose. We'll be taking a short break over the holidays, but we'll be back in the new year for the start of Matt's season of The Bachelor.
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. I'm Alex Schwartz. I'm Nomi Fry. I'm Vincent Cunningham, and this is Critics at Large, a New Yorker podcast for the culturally curious. Each week, we're going to talk about a big idea that's showing up across the cultural landscape, and we'll trace it through all the mediums we love. Books, movies, television, music, art. And I always want to talk about celebrity gossip, too. Of course. We hope you'll join us for new episodes each Thursday. Follow Critics at Large today, wherever you get podcasts. Podcasts. 